Five, four, three, two, one. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to What's the Dillies podcast. What's the Dillies is a podcast I created to bring the dance community closer together by bringing you behind the scenes and into the minds of my favorite dancers in hopes that it can help you on your dance journey and can maybe help in your life too. For today's guest, we have mm-hmm. someone that has danced for Notorious Dance Company, ID Co., uh, soon to be UOA alumni, or oh, graduate, sorry, graduate, um, Mount Roskill alumni. <laughs> Shout out to Mount, Mount Roskill. Um, we've had like two Mount Roskill guests in the last like few weeks. Um, the Latina queen herself. Oh my gosh. Hailing all the way from Venezuela. Wow. If you don't know who she is, she's a rising star. And um, that's about to do some great things. So everybody, welcome to the pod. Maria Victoria Medina. Wow. Did you like that? I love that. That yeah. was the best introduction ever. Cool. That was amazing. You really yeah. did your your research. I mean, I've done a bit of research, but then I was just like, mm, well, I've known her for a while. Let's just yeah. let's just pull up all the things I know about her. Okay. She's I mean, been out of school to yeah. you, eh? And you're yeah. my country, right? Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's in your Instagram bio, too. I know, yeah. People don't really associate the two really yeah i had a, a uni lecture yeah she's been teaching me for the last three years mm. and only this year she found out that i'm from venezuela i mean that was so disappointing to i mean did you ever tell her or did she I, I write it on my essays oh you write on your essay I, I like oh. i include it i like to think it's part of my essence or whatever where it just I don't know. Yeah. She was like, do you speak Spanish? And I was like, um, yeah. <laughs> that's what my whole essays have been about. You've been reading them? Um, yeah. Like I would like have like essays about like how it would be different to, I don't know, talking about home and New Zealand and yeah. Yeah. You would think that if she's told me for the last three years, she should know. Maybe she just skims through them. Oh, that's I don't know. Like... That just kind of shows. Mm. <laughs> How, bro, actually, how was the transition from like Venezuela to NZ? Because when did you come here? I moved when I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Five years ago. Yes. Whoa, shit. Five years ago. I turned five years in September. Damn. Uh, the transition? Yeah, you're like, so, bro, that's like <laughs> almost, that's more than half your life spent in Venezuela to come here. Yeah, I think people don't realize that. Yeah. Um, oh, what was the reason for the move, by the way? Um, basically, oh, it, no, it's like, it's something I really don't talk about because mm. I, I think I'm quite private and close in that sense, but also just having to explain it to people that don't really care mm. is like, why bother? But pretty much my country yeah. at the moment mm. and for the last 21 years. It's been going through a really rough time. It has the biggest humanitarian crisis, social, political, anything you can think of crisis. Mm. Um, No quality of life whatsoever. It is one of the worst places in the world to live. Um, And it's been like that for years. Uh, Millions, millions of Venezuela Venezuelans have left Venezuela for that reason. And that's why I'm just one of them. Um, yeah, it's just, I could tell you all the things that are wrong and we could just have a 
whole podcast about it itself. Yeah. Uh, the transition's just been... It hasn't been the easiest. Mm. Um, it hasn't been the worst either. I know compared to so many people, I've had it sort of good. But still, there's been a lot of things that me and my family have been through that happen like behind the scenes that mm. we just have to push through and get through. Mm. Um, but yeah. Just ask the yeah, question. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. I think we started off a bit too hard with that question. Sorry. No, nah, no. Nah, it's good. Not... It's nothing yeah. like sad or I'm going to cry about. I've kind of... It's just those things that you accept. But everything happens for a reason. And mm. I'm here. And I'm happy I'm here. And New Zealand has... You know, I've met some amazing people. Mm. My partner, including like my other half, Anton and you know i get to dance yeah i discover like a bigger passion and love for dance so it's oh. good it's good stuff did you did you always know you're gonna be a dancer or did you did you find that out coming here because did you dance before or i did dance back home mm-hmm. and it's always been there but no i didn't think i was going to pursue that as a career or as like my life pathway mm. because just like probably everywhere but especially in Latin America it's not really a thing that is well respected or mm. um, we have a very like fixed mentality in terms of okay you finish uni and I mean you finish school and then you have to go to uni mm. and you have to study something that's gonna make money Wow, something that's gonna give you stability and mm. a house and a car and yeah. um so even myself i didn't think dance was gonna get me anywhere yeah so i was just like i'm not gonna do that it's just on the side yeah so what made that whole transition for you to be like i want to study dance at uni and i want to make a career out of it because huh? i think it was mainly my mom really i know and it sounds like you wouldn't think your parents would be there. Yeah. Sure. But I'm so lucky I have a mom that's so open-minded, um, so supportive. And for years, she's been encouraging me to mm. study arts and dance. And she was like, why are you going to do anything else? If this is what you what you love, what you want to do. Yeah. Holy crap, your mom's like awesome. I know. Dude, that's, that's an insane support system you have. Yeah, for. yeah. Wow. It's, um, damn, that's, that's so bizarre because, like, the way that you explained, like, how um, your culture views um, how you should live your life versus how your mom's teaching you here. Mm. Wow. What did I never guess today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess the only thing that came with is, like, for her, I would have to go to uni mm. for oh, my parents. Yeah. Yeah. But I think also the way I was brought up, I always saw uni as a thing that I had to do. Mm. And I really... I'm a strong believer that education is, you know, power, knowledge, um, which I guess is a bit controversial. But I do believe that uni can open or has opened my mind to so many things that I didn't know. Um, so I'm happy I did it. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, 
I liked it. I loved it. <laughs> um, were there other factors that contributed to like, um, because your mom's a big one, huge one. Yes. You know, she's one of your. I mean, fuck, she's your mom. You know. Yeah. One of the biggest influences in your life. But have there been any other like people in the dance community here, or even like not here, but like um, that just inspired you to be like, yo, I really want to do this. I think when I first re, when I first got to New Zealand, mm-hmm. just trying to put yourself in the situation where you're like. And this is one of the beautiful things about being new, mm. is that you come to a space with no expectations. You don't know anything. You don't know anyone. Mm. And you fully get to observe something by like what it is. You don't really have like a meaning or anything associated to it. And that's what happened when I came to New Zealand, when I got into the dance scene and I started taking classes and going to events. I saw everything for what it was and I fell in love with it. Like, mm. to me, New Zealand, I was just blown away by the talent, mm. by the opportunities, by the things. It was insane. And I was like, for a couple of years, I was like, wow, this is insane. Like, the people, the, the values, the, the community. I was like, this is where I have to be. Yeah. So I think for me as well, it was like, where else am I going to do this, you know? Mm. Like, if not New Zealand. Yeah. This is, like, where, where it's at. If that makes oh, sense. crazy. Do you still feel that way now? Like, do you still feel that... Because um, it's been, like, what, five years since then? Yeah. Oh, oh t- happy 21st, bro. Oh. Wait, has that happened yet? My 21st? Yeah. yeah in June. In June. Wait, you're 20? 21. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah, I turned 21 oh. in June. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like... Whoa, 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 wait, it's when you, what, how did you finish eating? But, um, 21, yeah, yeah. 21. Um, yeah, like, cause that's been like five years ago. So do you still feel that same way now? Or do you want to branch out? Or like, what's that? You know? Tricky question. Mm. Um, do I still feel the same way? I think I do. However, now I've been in the scene. Mm. I've been with people and I've discovered certain things that maybe I'm not the biggest fan of. Oh. <laughs> Um, but the tea. I guess sort of seeing the true colors kind of thing. Yeah. It doesn't take away from the fact that it's a beautiful mm. community. Yeah. But it's just like everything in the world, you know. Yeah. Not everything is all rainbows and butterflies. Um. Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> um, do you still do you still so feel see. that same love? That was the first part that you yeah. answered, and the okay. second part was do, I, do you want to branch out now? Yeah. Um. So I think one of the things I've discovered is that the New Zealand dance community is quite small Mm. and it's still growing. And in the last couple of years, especially like maybe the last two or the last year or so, I found myself or understood that I was putting my culture and my identity Mm. so behind for so many years and hiding who I was because I was scared of not being accepted and not being it's not even about being accepted it's just that because even New Zealand itself it's such a small country you know it's an island isolated from a lot of the things that are happening a lot of people don't know where I come from or understand like even simple like geography and so just the process of having to explain like I'm from Venezuela. Where's that? South America. Oh, you're from America. No, I'm not from America. You know, 
South America, it's a whole other thing itself. And in Latin America, and I speak Spanish. Why do you speak Spanish? Are you Mexican? Are you from, like, do you speak Mexican? You, like, all these things mm. that I just, for so long, I was like, I just can't. Mm. I'd rather avoid that and just, if you know, you know, and if you don't, no. So for so long, I was just trying to be something that I guess everyone else wanted me to be or what I thought I needed to do or dance like or move like or act like to fit in. And now that I've sort of moved away from that, I really stand out mm. and I'm really different mm. and I move differently and I think differently. Mm. And lately I've been thinking, is there a room for people like me in the community mm. right now? Yeah. I don't know. And we already know that a lot of success is very linked to like clicks and like cloud and social media. And I don't know if I need that to be successful here or anywhere on, anywhere in the world. Mm. And I don't know. I'm still, it's a, I'm in that journey of discovering myself and what I need to do to just not fit in, but just be me, yeah. be confident about myself, be unapologetic. And I'm not sure if I can do that right here, right now. Mm. So my plans, I really want to travel mm. and I really want to go closer to home. I can't go home because that's impossible, mm. but be with, with, my people, language, food, weather, something closer. So I, you know, I can build those values and those things again, and then maybe come back and be more ready. Mm. Cause I think just right now, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready and if New Zealand's ready for me mm. just at the moment, mm. maybe that's yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. All right. Thank you for sharing. Holy, oh, that's, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot, but it's like, I don't know, so, I don't know, it's just so wonderful to hear, I mean, like, just your whole journey, because I think even back, even back when I first met you, mm. at, uh, so I first met Vicky at Bindi Tuesdays, I actually didn't know who she was before then, um, like, even though she danced with Notorious, I don't think, like, I've ever seen Notorious, like, properly, but at Bindi, but at Bindi Tuesdays, when you can see, like, people and groups and stuff, um, you know, I even messaged you back then, like, ages ago, I don't know if you remember. Probably don't. Yeah, but I, 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 I even missed <laughs> yeah, her back then, yeah. right? Because um, she was like, there was like a way that you moved that was like really like natural and like that just said a lot about where you kind of came from, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. And even though you were trying to hide that, like, I mean, even though you said you were trying mm. to hide that, for me, it was like, I could still see that because you stood out for me and that whole group of Bindi Tuesdays because... Well, to be honest, they mm. all look kind of similar to each other. No hate, mm. but like if you train under Bindi and like Bindi does ID, so if you just train under her, you're gonna look like her. But, yep. Yeah. You know, you you looked like you had like your own flair about you, your own flavor, and I was like, dude, that's that's crazy, right? Wow, that was so long. Ago. Yeah, that was so long ago, but you still had it, and to see you come to where you're at now is like, wow. Yeah, especially in this last year too, like it's like wow. Mm. Yeah, dude, good job. Wow, bro. this last year. Yo, holy. Big for everyone. It's been like 
a big year of growth. Hmm. Insane. Yeah, what have you been proud of, the most proud of this year? <laughs> wow, what a question. I, I don't know if I can pick like a thing, hmm. but I think if anything, I'm just most proud of myself hmm. for getting here. Not for making it through. I feel like this was nothing compared to other stuff me and my family have gone through. But the the growth I've done, not only dancing-wise and moving, but just, like, mentally, spiritually, to a sense, maybe, if you want to call it. But just where I'm at, where my values are at, the people I'm surrounded with, mm-hmm. my thinking, yeah. that's where I want to be. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to... I wanted to expand... But I don't want it to change and turn mm. into the opposite. Yeah. Like this is the Victoria I want to be. The one that thinks like this. The one that loves like this. The one that is passionate like this. You know? Um, so I think that's that would be Ooh. the thing I'm most proud of. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's that to be proud of. Yeah. Oh. It's been a year. A crazy one. How did you... Um... Sorry, that I cut you off. No, don't cut me. I didn't have anything. All right, see. Um, how did you feel about the transition from, um, um, obviously, just physical to online teaching? And, like, do you feel like online teaching has its place? Or I think... Because you have done online programs, right, this year? Yeah, mm. yeah. I think it does have its place. Um, just being in uni, I obviously had to look at a lot of, like... Uh, What's that called? Like, yeah, like online learning and all of that. And one of the things I found out is that in order for you to engage in like online learning, you need to be very good at time management. You need to be very good at like just having your thing together. And I think that was one of the big things that maybe a lot of people had trouble with because I know when it was normal, like I would just go to the bus, go to uni, go to class, that's it, you know? Yeah. But something as simple as, like, having to wake up and then, like, you know, not having really necessarily the need to put on, like, my Uh, clothes or something. Like, I could just stay Mm. or having temperatures, like, and just going to my living room, like, that was hard. But I don't know. I don't think I quite got the grass on, like, online learning but i think it does have its place and now especially if you look at the whole world and how Mm. a lot of people are still on hold um there's just so much opportunity to now to connect with people that you would have never in your life Mm. think of connecting and i did during i did it for four months i trained with modest dance company which is run by diana matos an amazing commercial dancer she's more than a commercial dancer like um she's from portugal but based in the states at the moment training with her was amazing and i wish i got to do that whole experience so much better but because we're in new zealand that was at five in the morning so oh trainings were and yeah if you don't have your thing together Mm. it's really hard to engage in those kind of programs Mm. because it's it's not as easy as just, okay, putting your training clothes and driving to the studio. Yeah. Be there, go home, that's it. Mm. Um, 
it's a whole nother thing. It's like you fully have to push yourself. You don't have anyone around you to yeah. help you build that energy. You're fully relying on yourself and you're seeing the person through a little screen mm. and you're just hoping that you two get to, I don't know, connect mm-hmm. even though she's in LA at 10 a.m. and I'm in New Zealand five in the morning the next day, you know? So that was hard. But I think one of my goals is to, I definitely want to go back into it. Mm. Um, create a routine, a schedule for myself so I can, okay, yeah. I go to sleep at this time. Yeah. I wake up at this time. Mm. I do the thing. What happens after? You know, it's that online learning and all of that is really about having a routine, time management. Because, you know, when if you think about our normal lives, especially if you're involved in like the dance community, going to classes or whatever, mm. you arrive, arrive home at such like random times. Yeah, hard. Nine, 12, mm. one. So I would never have a set sleeping time mm. and having to set one so I can wake up at the right time, get this good amount of sleeping hours so I can actually pay attention to the class and not be like dying. Mm. It's hard, it's tricky. And it was something none of us were ready for. Yeah. And it's a whole nother skill set that needs to be developed. Online learning, time management, self-awareness. Sorry, that's my mom just talking <laughs> okay, okay. in the background. Yeah. Did you feel yes. like, um, did you feel like you achieved that connection with Diana? Oh, wait, did I say her name right? Diana. Okay, sweet. Or you can just call her D. D. Um, I think... I did, but no, in a sense that more or less, I don't know if it would have been different in person because, you know, I'm quite like, I'm quite shy if I don't know anyone, you know, I don't talk or say much. And I wasn't like always turning on my microphone and be like, let's go. I was just taking everything, you know, um, and I did get to have like one-on-one conversations with her mm. and she brought up some questions about myself that I didn't know needed to be answered. <laughs> and oh. she, the only thing she asked me was like, who are you? And I was like, what? Yeah. It's like, yeah, who are you? It's like, I don't know. Oh. And just then it was like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Like I, I was, I've never been so blanked in my life mm-hmm. um so i did make that connection but i also wasn't able to give her a lot of information about myself because yeah. i don't know who i am and that translates to my dancing and that translates sometimes to my practice and that's one of the things i mentioned before i need to find that mm. and i explained to her like it's it's hard it's difficult when you're in a place where you have nothing that reminds you of home or close to home. I only have my family, my dad, my brother, and my mom. And this year we've been separated. So that like impacted the thing. I don't have my language, my food, music, all those little things that we take for granted that you don't would ever think you need. Mm. I don't have. Um, and that has impacted me and my identity so yeah when she asked me that i don't know and i can't tell you and 
it's not gonna happen overnight and it's probably gonna take years for me to figure it out mm. that's when I link it up to that whole thing maybe I need to go away for a bit I need mm. to go somewhere it hits clo- a little bit closer and maybe I won't like that I'll, maybe if I go I'll miss New Zealand and be like mm. I have to be back but I need a I think I need to go to know and then see yeah yeah that doesn't relate to the question about her. No, that's okay. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine, man. Like, I love hearing yeah. you talk, bro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Mm. It's, it, it's the, just this whole year. I don't want to, like, dwell on it or anything, but. It's okay. It's a lot of, like, discoveries and, and, and it just shows you that you never know what what's gonna happen like there's not such thing as like stability or security like none of us would ever know that something like this would happen or like even what my family has been through you know my mom studied for years and has all these like degrees and she would have never known that she was gonna have to leave her country and move somewhere else you know it just shows that you can't really predict things or plan and you're just gonna have to sort of take it day by day and make sure you're always doing what you love and what you're passionate about and that you're happy always making sure you're happy first making time for yourself and for the people you love that's one of the biggest lessons of this year yeah if not you're you're, you're gonna go crazy mm. you will yeah cool thank you <laughs> sorry i'm like so uncaptured right now because i never i've never heard vicky talk like this like <laughs> Like, honestly, our interactions inside, like, <laughs> in our own in our own realm that we share together in the dance realm, like, our, interac- our interactions are never this, like, deep. Mm, and, like, I never, get to, I never get to know you, bro. Like, I know, I know you from afar, and I think yeah. that you're dope. But times like this when I can, like, be up close and just yeah. get to know you and about you, yeah. it just gives me, like, a whole new level of, like, damn, bro, like, this girl's crazy. This girl's, this girl's on her way, man. She's a star. Oh, no. <laughs> all right um we're gonna we're gonna break up this uh well we're just gonna switch up the tempo a bit Ooh. so this is this is a new one i've done so you're gonna reach into the back this is called hot topics guys uh i might be bringing this as like a single part series soon later on Ooh. but this is where i get to talk smack no no no, no. You, <laughs> you, you just pick you just pick a topic so i put topics in the bag she just picks one out when we talk about it okay or you just give us your thoughts on it. I don't know. I might have already said some, but maybe just have a look. Dance politics. Oh, thoughts on power hierarchy and the dance scene. Wow. That is, that's a topic. That is a hot topic. Yeah. Actually, um, thanks. Shout out to Anton. Anton helped me out with that one when I was asking him for help for yeah. your one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because he, he mentioned that you um you had your own thoughts on the power power hierarchy and dance. And oh. I guess I've never really thought about it, so I'd like to hear your well ideas on it. I think if you I think the way to start this mm. dance politics. I think uh politics and political is a word that we tend to associate with like actual politics, like government and et cetera, mm. et cetera. And that's not what it is at all. And I think maybe there's not such a thing as like such thing as dance politics. I think dance is political. Mm. Just like a lot of things are political. 
And when I, for me, this is just for me, this is not a definition. This is me. But um, when I think about politics and something being political, I see it as a thing that has multiple layers in terms of different ways of viewing it. So something that might be right for you mm. might be wrong for me. Yeah. Um, just And that's kind of how I see politics. A thing that has multiple layers to it and people are going to see it different ways. Mm. And when we think about power hierarchy and dance, there's so many things that we don't even notice. And I think maybe the most thing, the thing I'm most passionate about is probably gender roles within dance. Oh. Being a female a female of color, a minority group, a brown female, like I, that's the same as a female of color, but um, yeah, um, it's tricky. And I think, sorry, I'm a bit of a feminist, mm. but I think the dance industry is very male dominated. Mm. And I've been in different dance scenes and like different kind of things and even though we don't see it it's there yeah and it, i think you only see it when you feel it and when you experience it um so i've had a lot of scenarios where i don't feel like i belong Ooh. because i'm a female um because of there's just so many things I could go. Do you want me to talk about like a specific maybe? I mean, that's up to you. You, you want to talk about as much as you want to talk about. I'm not here mm. to try. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, um, and even looking at, at dance as a whole, and maybe this relates to like tokenism and stuff, but especially in a country like New Zealand, a Western society where we want to be diverse and whatever and, and uh, or we try to, you know, this whole idea of like, we want the boy to dance because dance is a girl thing, right? So we're going to do everything we can to encourage boys to dance because we should have boys and dance. Too many girls, you know? And that's a thing that um, I've seen a lot at uni, in classes, and in crews. You're going to give the boy a solo. You're going to give a boy a spotlight. You're going to give the boy... Just so he doesn't... Um, like, he doesn't... He keeps dancing, if that makes sense. Mm. So we want to do everything so boys... Um, stay dancing and that's okay i get it i mean when we talk about gender and stereotypes that are associated with it you know boys don't want to dance because it's a girl thing and this and that but i think it's all about balancing out and making sure we encourage everyone regardless their gender and we do give people merit and credit not based on your color or your gender or anything but your hard work Hmm. and the your passion and all of that like I feel like often I am undermined just because I'm a female and yeah and, and this is seen like firsthand with you know I, I go out with Anton 
And it's tricky because we're both dancers in the community. And not this is not to like take anything from his um, work. Like he, he's worked very hard and he's amazing and he's done so many things. But often we've been, we've been put in like comparison and, and people often put him above me because you just tend to associate I don't know maybe you want to associate hip hop more with him than me because I'm a female and he's a man so he probably knows more than me that's weird that's so weird or we want to put him in the poster or in the face because you know he's the boy and he's big Mm. and we want to show that and and maybe not me because yeah um so yeah it's been tricky to like okay i want because if you think about when we first started Mm. for so long i was never seen as victoria i was always anton's girlfriend oh and i hated that i hated that damn that's rough dude i hated that Mm. i hated that that was my term yeah i didn't have a name in the community I didn't have a name to people I was Anton's girlfriend Dude, that's horrible I and this was for the first years and I let it happen I allowed it I was like that's okay that's mm. how it is you know I'm his decoration I am him to be his hype woman and my greatest accomplishment in life is to go out with this amazing dancer and you know the first years were rough in terms of like I had someone come up to me and say you should not go out with him. Oh. Because he's going to leave you when he finds someone that is up to his label dancing wise. Bruh. Who the fuck's saying this? That's fuck. <laughs> not gonna expose no anyone. Way. But I got told that. I got told that I was Bruh. too beautiful. I could be with anyone. No way. Because that's it. That's all I can be. I can be beautiful and I can be with any man that I want. And he's going to eventually leave me when he finds someone that is stable dancing wise how and at that moment i couldn't process that i was like what just happened but being told that that like that stayed with me for so long because that's just that's just wrong like you You're sorry that happened to you bro no, that's, that's that's i i'm having trouble that's messed up bro that's so messed up i'm so sorry that happened to you it's it's fine we've it's in the past, but it's th- it's something that stayed with me. Like, and and this is just because I see it first firsthand, having a male partner, someone that identifies as a male, as a man, and he's a dancer, and we're in the same scene. I see it firsthand. Like, I see it right there. So, and it's those those subtle things, or like, if we are if we are together. And we create something together. People are more likely to think he did that by himself. Mm. You know? Mm. Like, another story was like, for example, we when we just started dancing together, we did a gig. And this is a gig um, I got through a friend. Yeah. Right? And I was the one that got it. Mm-hmm. And I, they told me to find someone to dance with. And I asked him, right? So... And we did a couple of gigs with him. And then it was like the second time we performed. Or maybe the second time or first time. And the announcer, he said, Okay, now let's give it up for Anton. 
Oh. Anton is an, a dancer that has 3,000 um, Instagram followers on Instagram. He's amazing, but, but they didn't announce my name at all. They just said his name. Mm. And I just went on with him, you know? Mm. And it's those things, like I told you, people are, are more likely to associate things with him yeah. because he's the man, you know? And that's something I can't change, unfortunately. It's just how society works. Yeah. And it's not just in dance, it's in life a lot of the times. We just think, man. But it's a thing that I'm really trying to work on. And I've realized that when it comes to equality, there's not such thing. And there's not going in the world, there's never going to be such thing as equality. Mm. And in order for me to be equal to even my partner, Anton, or probably other male dancers in the industry is that I have to stand above them. Mm. So people see us as equal. So I am here, but to everyone else will be here. Mm. But I know that I have to constantly be training harder, putting in more hours, doing the things. So people do see us here. Yeah. And that's what I've been trying to do. And now people do see me as Victoria, mm. you know, but I, it, I, it was like a lot of work I had to put so people didn't just associate my name with him mm. and that my biggest accomplishment in life was just to go out with this amazing dancer mm. he is he's amazing yeah i love him that's one of the reasons why i love him so passionate hardworking. me too mm. you know and that's why we're together and yeah we are a thing but he is also anton and i'm also victoria mm. and i'm not just his girlfriend yeah so that's what i mean like this is just the closest experience i have when it comes to gender roles um but when we talk about power hierarchy like there's so many other things that get to it Mm. i think this is the one that i can talk about because it hits closer to me Mm. and i can actually tell you experiences yeah Yeah. that's actually so many things oh dude holy shit so many things to process there but man Mm. it sucks because like you guys like you both work so like i follow i follow both of you guys i follow Mm. all your stories it's just like bro you guys both work so hard and you can see it in your dancing as well like just how much you've grown from like where you were to how you guys are now because you guys dance way different to how you were before and that yeah. just shows how hard you've worked and oh man damn that's crazy mm. Mm. Right. it is another hot topic <sighs> yeah hot topics hot topics moving it on right. i can't really follow up anything i'm just gonna say check out her work if you haven't vicky from being on instagram Woo, life yeah if you could do one thing different on your dance life journey what would you do? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. I don't know what that was. It's like an inner burp. What would I do? I don't know. I think I might get back to you in a couple of years yep. with this one. Perfect. As for now, I mean, there's so many places I've been and so many things that I've now been like, that was a waste of time. But kind of 
to some point it wasn't really because I am here because of that. However, if one thing that I would and that I am aiming to do from now on is just making sure I'm working on myself as much as I'm working on my dancing. The human mm-hmm. me. Mm. Because they go together, you know. And for so long I've prioritized dance and left myself behind. Because to some extent, dance does help me with my human self, but that one needs to be the priority. Mm. And it'll benefit my dance as well. Yeah. So making sure that my human side is like good. It's, it's, I'm good. I'm happy with myself, the way I feel, the way I look, all those things before my dancing mm. self yeah yeah i think that's the one i'm gonna leave for you sorry the rebel yeah cool okay nah, nah, cool, cool. yeah let me mix it up okay okay here yeah sorry <laughs> matt you're good okay teaching help me out when what when oh, when is it appropriate oh. to teach and who do you think can teach oh yeah this is a thing that I've like my thinking has shifted a lot over the years there was a time where I only thought okay only certain people should teach certain people that have a certain status a certain kind of experience pretty much everyone that's dancing in the industry if you ask me like three years ago or four years ago I'll be like, it's okay for them to teach. They should be teaching. Mm. They're the ones out there. Then there was a time where I was like, I think I have something to offer. Yeah. And I think everyone has something unique to offer. Mm. It's about unlocking that. Then it came to that time where I realized, wait. Yes, we all have something to offer. We are completely unique human beings. However, it is very important to know where you're getting your inspiration from, where you're getting your techniques from. And I realized that I was teaching things that I didn't even really know. (laughs) But like, I was just being inspired by the people I was learning from. And, but these people don't really have the technique or even know where they're getting their inspiration from Mm. and especially when it comes to choreography we all know that our main inspiration is hip-hop and street styles and we just don't know anything Mm. and we are like sort of disguising that under choreography and it's just not good enough so I mean, anyone can teach. Anyone should be able to teach. But you need to know your thing, you know, and you need to know if you're using a certain kind of music, even if you like it. Okay, why? Where does this music come from? Who's the artist? Are they, what are they saying? If it's not your the like a language, you know, mm. what are they singing about? What what kind of style of music is this? Okay where am I I'm gonna do a move where's 
where does this move come from? Like, where did I, why do I want to do this move? You know, do I see it in someone else or do I actually know? It's about knowing those things and, and yeah, like, especially the choreography scene, we're just not doing good enough True. to know where we're, where we're grabbing things from. We're borrowing, we're stealing, we are, and it's just not, not good enough. And I get it. There's a lot of ignorance and lack of knowledge, but, and I think that's, it relates to what I was saying, like, because we're here in New Zealand, so away from a a lot of the things, you know, we don't really know. So we just grab things and we don't know the context or the cultural context or the political context behind it. Because we don't need to, like, there's no need. New Zealand is a relatively a safe place, a, a comfort zone. It's a box, like, you know, it's a, it's a small country, safe. There's no need to, like, be really woke, in yeah. a sense. And that's that, that happens with dancing. Like, yeah. what's the need, you know? You've never been affected by it. You never know. You don't really know. Because we are privileged here to be in, yeah. in this country, in this environment. And if you don't have to be bothered, why bother? So you just do whatever you want you pick the song that someone did you pick the move that someone already did and then you just don't bother so i mean and also when it comes to teaching like being able to to talk to people to communicate with them putting yourself to the same level as your student that's a whole nother skill as well Mm. so until you're confident about that, where your inspiration is coming from, what can you offer, how to treat people, mm. then make sure you have those things before you teach. Yeah. Solid answer. Solid answer. Up for up. It's so cool hearing you talk because I feel like I think the exact same way about the whole we're so separated from everyone and that's like mm. it's such a privilege to actually not have to think about like some of the yeah. things that we should be thinking about and like mm. the thing is like we're just we're honestly so lazy yeah I feel like if you don't study a street style or if you don't have a if you didn't start off a street style you're so lazy at dancing mm. or you're like you just don't bother to research and there's so many resources out there from like people that have started the style or that are online and available to you yep and it's just like yep. one click away but people are like yeah all right never mind um psh, let's see brian Puspos. Or... yeah it is it's very accessible yeah it takes some time but if you if you want to and you're passionate about it then you yeah. should be doing it sure. be doing that research putting in that work before i started my reggaeton classes i had to i knew this was um because i teach my reggaeton classes every reggaeton choreography classes every Friday at Ombi and before I made those I had to make sure I knew what I was getting into mm. and that meant okay I grew up listening to um, reggaeton which is how you say it um, as a kid you know that is like a Latin like staple you know we, we especially because when I grew up is when it was like popping and it was booming mm. but then I came to New Zealand and people were calling reggaeton someone else like something else mm. and I was so confused I was like 
this is not what I grew up listening to. But I believe that people here knew what they were doing. Um, like, if I was a Notorious and they were teaching me a reggaeton set, yeah. that doesn't, like, the music and the movement was nothing to what I, like, listened to growing up. I trusted that they knew what they were doing. Mm. And then I was like, wait, what? So I had to, it was one click away, you mm. know? Look into it. Reggaeton is nothing what people call it here. It's a, it's something that started in Jamaica. Another thing we stole from black culture, you know? Mm. And it has its own history. It's not even a dance style, you know? It's a music genre yeah. that you dance to. It doesn't have a movement vocab. And I had to make those things. I had to, okay, I did my research. This is what I know because I grew up listening to this. I grew up in that community. Mm. If anyone should be teaching it, it's me, you know? Yeah. I can spread the word. I can be the one to educate people and spread that knowledge. And, okay, I made sure that what I grew up and what I knew was aligned with the actual history made those connections and then okay i'm ready to teach it now mm. and i make sure i put that choreography term next to it because you're not going to come to a class and learn any foundation from me because there's no foundation to mm. like it because it's not a, a a dance style it's a it's music you dance to it has a lot of influences from different things so I explain that, you know, and I do that in my choreography. But I had to make sure I knew that before I went into it. Mm. And that's what everyone should be doing. Yeah. Mm. No. <laughs> um, honestly, if you haven't already, just follow her on Instagram, bro. One <laughs> click away. She knows all this. She's got this knowledge, man. And you guys aren't... You guys aren't clicking. You guys aren't clicking, <laughs> man. Okay. Oh, like her Facebook page too. Oh, I did make a Facebook page. Oh, okay. Dance. Sorry, my handwriting. <laughs> my handwriting is horrible. Sorry. I am quite terrible. Oh, well. um, dance. Thoughts on cultural appropriation and dance. Oh. Yeah. Cultural appropriation. Um. Again, I think before starting anything, it's making sure cultural appropriation is defined. So for me, it's just borrowing from another culture mm. that's not yours and yeah. you benefit from it. Mm. Yeah. That is what it is to me. And we do this a lot in dance. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons is because dance is not often seen as a culture itself. And I think dance is, like I said, it's political. Mm. If we think about dance like back in the day you know like back back like you know it was spiritual and sacred for people like if you think about indigenous practices like dance is cultural mm. and we've been borrowing from a lot of cultures for so long and like yeah especially when we think about it in a western context colonization etc it's all about borrowing and benefiting from it and and it's about picking what you like you pick the aspects from a certain culture that you want to you grab them mm. it's like a 
Yeah, sort of like you're shopping and you just grab what you want. And okay, this is what I'm going to use to benefit me. The things I don't like, they're bad. Those things are terrible. And that's exactly what we do with black culture, you know? We've been grabbing from so from them for so long. And the things we don't like, we're like, no, that's bad, you know? Like, one of the examples I always bring up is like the whole braids thing, you know? Mm. For so long, like braids like for for if we think about like african culture um you know for some people it was a way to identify like what tribe you belong to or like this i think the status as well of like a woman if like she was married or single kind of those things like they were used for something Mm. and that was looked down on until it became a popular thing and okay we're gonna borrow that because we like it now yeah yeah and you have now everyone using it with no meaning whatsoever just because it looks cool which is fine like but not fine you know and we do this with hip-hop and we do this with street dance styles we borrow from them and that is cultural appropriation when you don't when you're not aware of it you know Mm. when you are not aware that you are stealing from something that is not yours and you're not like paying justice to it like I've been to classes and even myself self before I, I realized all this, I would teach a move and be like, okay, this thing, it's the move, mm. but it has a name in a cultural context behind it. Yeah. And it's certain moves have been so watered down that, you know, the original essence of it has just been like completely washed out. And it's sad because it's that it's stealing Mm. and that's just not it's just not good because it sucks like imagine you having a whole culture and being treated like absolute crap is crap a bad word no it doesn't matter okay for years generations and and then all of a sudden people just want to take the only thing you have Mm. that has gotten you through life and not give you any credit for it you know that sucks like how many you know the og like hip-hop dancers street dancers that like have started this how many of them don't actually get any credit yeah. for what they do and, and yeah. other bigger names mm. are like the face of hip-hop Hi. and not them just because they have artists on their list or the tech the blue tech next to their name on instagram or thousands and millions of followers it sucks and that is cultural appropriation and it's when you're not aware of it and if you if you're not aware of it then that's your fault and you need to sort your life out so it's for the ogs back in the day as well or like mm-hmm. anybody actually anybody that was dancing back in the days it was hard back then man you're getting ridiculed <laughs> it's political it's mm. political like being them like in a in a hip-hop and street dance setting like it was it was wrong just being mm. them like um dancing all of that that was that was wrong it was yeah. it was looked down on back yeah. then and then in even with um reggaeton like when i looked into it the, because this was um it was happening at the same time as the hip-hop movement mm. it was looked down on and 
like it got to a point where you could get arrested for listening to reggaeton music you know and it was the same for hip-hop and mm. and now because it's mainstream and it's popping it's okay and safe for us to do it but it wasn't back then mm. and we are the ones you know a lot of them are dead now and they didn't get to benefit from it at all mm. you know they just got to experience it underground on the street because that was the only thing they could do to be happy like that's what got them through life and and they die and we are the ones making um we're the ones making money from it you know and and we're the ones that get to enjoy it and we and we can say out loud that we do it mm. and proudly and they didn't and that sucks so it's yeah. being aware that you hold that privilege yeah and acknowledging your sources and the people that inspire you, mm. your mentors, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you're good. Like it's good. You can do your thing. Mm. Yeah. Is that the question? Yeah. I mean, the question yeah. is whatever it turns into. Right? <laughs> like, we don't have to yeah. answer the question yeah. word for word, but um, um, something that really opened up my eyes to like how dance is political is. Uh, do you remember when Mr. Wiggles came here? I didn't take that class. Oh, you didn't. Because oh, I was too caught up teaching Damn. in a place that I wasn't supposed to be teaching. Exactly. So Mr. Wiggles came yeah. here and um, he was actually saying like some of the OGs that he used to dance with, like some of them just ended up back in prison or they ended yeah. up like dead or just, yeah. you know, they didn't get the profit, bro. They're, no. they're gone, you know? Yeah. Because it was a real thing back then. Um, it, it, it sucks. And that's the thing, they're gonna keep dying and going and mm. if we don't make sure we're passing that word properly, then it's gonna go with them. Mm. And you're gonna we're gonna keep doing that watered down, washed out version of what it was. Cause I do believe a style can develop and it can yeah. evolve. Mm. That's good, that's amazing. As long as you always know where it came from, mm. you know, we have, you know, we have new generations, like new things popping up, like even light feet, things like that. It's okay. It's, it's, it's evolving, mm. but it has its inspirations from, from, you know, yeah. other things mm. and it came from somewhere. So it's acknowledging that and it's knowing that, and it's okay for a style to develop. Mm. I'm repeating myself as long as you know yeah. where it came from. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, that's, exactly. Um, we have, well, we have a lot of questions, but honestly, we're just gonna cut it down to like a few left, just okay. so we can, okay. we can end it and let you go. We want to practice, so maybe we'll do one more hot topic and we'll answer a viewer question and okay. we'll. I hope I pick a good one. Okay. Woo. Does that say coffee? Sorry. Life. Oh, best year of your life and why? Best year of <laughs> Yeah. Out of your 21 years of life, what was the best year you've had and why? Um, I don't know if this is the best year of my life, but I'm going to... Um, before I came to New Zealand, mm -hmm. I lived in a country called Ecuador, which is in South America as well. Mm. Um, it is actually where... The reason why Ecuador is famous is because it's where the, like the middle of the world is, 
so where the, like the equatorial line meets the other line i don't know <laughs> sorry my geography so bad okay. anyways the center of the world is right there so um before i came to new zealand i lived there for a year mm. and i'm going that's a, a year i actually didn't do a lot of dancing because i slept i lived in a really small town and there was no dancing which was quite like sad but it's that i got to like know myself in other ways and find other passions mm. and really connect with people especially because it's a small town you know everyone and, and you make like more genuine connections and i had good friends and it and I, I felt healthy i was eating good not like good like i was eating like salads and stuff but i felt good and looked good and i was sort of maybe glowing to some extent if you want to think about it mm. um but i don't know if it's the best year of my life but it was definitely a year or like you know those qualities that i'm saying i'm talking about like really knowing who you are and, and, and spending some time on you and self-care and like i was into that and i want to apply those things and as i move forward you know, making sure I feel good with the way I look and the way I put myself and the, and the people I'm surrounded with. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> in a verb. Um, so it was, I don't know if it was the best year of my life, but it was a good year. Mm. And a lot of challenges and adjusting and adapting. And eventually I made my way here. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Question. Yeah. Um. So, we finally had a viewer question come in. We've yeah. been running dry on those, but you know, ever since Ken's podcast, things have been like looking up for us. So we got a viewer question. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out viewer. Okay. Woo. All right. So, this is our last question, and then there's a little there's a short segment that we do after, but that that's like a few seconds. Okay. Okay. All right. So, there was this podcast. I love to dance, but I don't have a crowd I fit in with. <laughs> and it makes dance very hard sometimes. I'm socially awkward, but I still love to move. Yes. And learn at class. What can I do to make friends? Wow. Whoa, I know. I can so relate to that. I don't fit in. Mm. I don't have anywhere I belong to. I feel it like I whoever you are I feel it like even if you might look at me and think like oh she's so up there or whatever which I don't think I am at all like I feel it I have I have like people that don't turn up like I've had classes where I have no one turn up to my class like I've had um a lot of things this year like um I know what it feels like to not belong and I think if we're if you are just a person that goes to classes and that's what you do there are people that are there that are really genuine there are other people that are just there to be filmed and selected or whatever and probably don't want to talk to you or anyone because they don't care um it takes and the socially awkward thing i get it i know networking and talking to people it's it's hard it's Mm. Trust me, I don't like doing it. But, okay, if there's someone that you've been watching 
and you think, man, this person looks like they could be my vibe. There's something about their energy that you're attracted to. Just take that deep breath. Just go for it and then just, just do it. Just say hi. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone's going to be rude to you. Yeah. Um, they might just not engage in a conversation. And if they don't and you don't click, just, okay, it's fine. Mm. Try someone else. But there are good people out there. And huh. in classes, it, it really depends on what class you go to as well. Um, but there are people out there in the community and you do fit in somewhere. It's also about understanding very well who you are. And if you enjoy dancing, you already share that with everyone in the space because mm. everyone should enjoy dance so make that a thing just take a deep breath and just do it and, and you don't have to like there's no rush just do it baby steps one person per class one person every month <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever you can handle and, and then you'll find like that that you'll create your own little circle and your own little thing yeah and then you'll build from it. Especially like, and if you <coughs> if you continually continuously show up, and you're there, like people will know your face and you'll be mm-hmm. familiar. Now, if you're going like you know, one class and then you show up three months later, probably not. But if you're showing, like people are gonna be like, oh yeah, I've seen you. Oh, you're you're good. You're dope. And then, and then just yeah, that's that's my advice. If you, there's a class that you like, okay, I like this class. I like this energy. I like people attend to it go there let's face and and just I know I I hate that but it's gonna be good you'll meet some nice people yeah 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 definitely some nice people in the scenes it might take a while for you to find those people you might have to go to like heaps of different classes but honestly I feel like here a lot of the time people are more shy than you think they are yep like, I feel like the more good they are, the more, like, the more awkward they are, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, just don't be afraid to just say hi. And it's just, like... Yeah. Just one word, you know? Mm. Exactly. It's good. Mm. It's just humans. <laughs> more humans. All right, cool. And that, that concludes wow. us for today. And we have our last segment, which is called the Time Capsule. So, for this... If you could, there's two versions of this question. Okay. Okay. The first version is, if you could say one thing, oh, it doesn't have to be one thing, but if you could say something to the Victoria five years ago, what mm. would you tell her? Oh, that's so cute. I would tell her that she is worthy mm. and she is beautiful, both inside and out, so cheesy. But mainly that she is worthy of a lot of great things. And I think that's, that that would be just yeah. mm. worthy, the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And if you could say something to the Victoria five years from now, or if you have any hopes for the Victoria five years from now, like who she will be, who she becomes, or you just want to say anything, like what would you tell her? Uh, 26-year-old Victoria. Wow. Damn. I hope that that Victoria has ticked off a lot of her goals in her list. Mm -hmm. And if she hasn't, then don't give up. 
uh, that you are different and you've been through so much to not be like make it anywhere like mm. such a unique story such a unique person there is somewhere for you if it hasn't happened if it has can I say a bad word here yeah go hard then bitch you made it you are the shit yeah but if not don't give up <laughs> you're still the bitch and the shit okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome Alright, that concludes us for this episode. Oh, that was so Thank fun. you so much, Vicky, for having me. Thank you. You are so, for always honestly such a good time to kind of just pry at your brain and get to know you a bit because you have so much to offer and you know, a lot of the time, you know, you don't get you don't get experiences like this where you get to know the dancers you dance with, like right beside take class with. You don't get to know the teachers that you learn from. You know, there's just so much that that is available to you if you just ask. And so thank you very much, Victoria, for your time. Thank you. It's so lovely. I hope we can do another episode soon. Of course. You're and, amazing. You know, this is your time now. You just plug yourself. Um, any projects you're working on, uh, uh, where they can find you. Okay. Yeah. I when's this episode coming out? Like. Um, honestly, I've shot like five episodes in the last two weeks. I don't know what order they're coming out in. But... Okay. Ah, uh, well, make sure you follow me on Instagram because that's where, like my main thing vicky from bean very easy to find um well the project coming up is the in your face battle but mm -hmm. this might be yeah the event might have happened yeah. uh, like already happened but honestly just just watch out for what i have next um i'll be moving out of auckland though but i am excited to do something different mm. get out of this big city save up some money and work with a community that probably needs me and Anton mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited for that yeah I know because I'm we're moving to a small town and I think a lot of people are like oh why are they doing that you know obviously because we want to save up and because everything is so uncertain at the moment it's good to have you know, especially coming out of uni to have a job, mm. dance, that's amazing. But yeah, like I said, like I think there's going to be something so rewarding about working with a community that's probably very whitewashed. Um, and to bring it our special spice to it, I think it's going to be good. And, and, and it's a community that's going to grow a little bit. So it's not only for us it's for them too and we're not gonna fade out or anything we'll still be training and dancing and working really hard mm. so yay that is me follow me follow her message me if you want to talk to me i do suck at replying though but it's not personal i just <laughs> I just don't like you. I just, uh, I just don't like you. I just generally like suck at replying to anyone, like my mom, anyone. I yeah. So if I don't get back to you, just be like, bitch. Like, just can you reply and not be a snob? And I'll be like, you're right. That's very rude. Here I am. <laughs> or maybe in person. In person. If you see me in person, please talk to me in person because online I just suck. In life, in real life, talk to me. 
<laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks for joining us this week, guys. Woo! We'll see you next time. Is that clap? No.